Back at you, episode three, Health and Wealth, starring Daniel, the doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And we got got our guest Larry with us again. All right, all right, all right. Of course, myself, Brian the Wiz. (laughs) So we got some of that high quality knowledge to share about that health and wealth today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been doing all the hard work studying, staying on top of it for you. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So what's what would you say is a pressing issue for today? Man, the the, the main issue today is is the COVID. The COVID is the the main topic of society right now. So what we're looking at we're looking at uh, a systematic poisoning of the people. And most people are, you know, oblivious to what's being done to them. And so what we want to try and do is is go into uh, some of the things that these people um, have laid out uh, as far as an agenda for society. So what we've been uh, studying on is is the contents of the uh, the COVID vaccine. And one of the contents that's really, uh, you know, making waves right now is the graphene oxide. So the graphene oxide, uh, it's like a, a, a dark black material. And when you uh, bring forth frequencies or electricity towards this, this oxide, it links together like a chain, like a, like a hive type mine. And so when you kind of think about people being injected with this, because in the past they basically stated that the graphene oxide was very dangerous for the environment. And so now we're finding out that the vaccine actually has graphene oxide in it. And so they're actually putting this inside of people. So what is it doing for the people? What is it, it actually you know, affecting inside the body? So now when we go back and listen to the, or read the documentation and listen to the interviews of Dr. Yearn, who was the Pfizer scientist back in the day, um, stating that this was a depopulation agenda and we see the suppression of the people who are actually dying after getting the vaccine. Like we stated last time, the healthy host has approximately two to three years before it's consumed. And then of course the weak host, you know, they'll, they'll die off early. And <clears throat> so the push is basically for, like we stated before, the minority people, blacks, Hispanics, Native Americans, and, um, you know, and there there are others who are actually passing. If you go to the website, I think it's called bitshoot.com, and you can see a lot of the uh, uncensored uh, information, you know, uh, of others who are actually taking this vaccine and they're actually having adverse reactions to it. They're coming up, you know, with epilepsy, you know, uh, all kind of different diseases. Um, you know, uh, they're having. Um, cancerous uh, uh, tumors come, uh, grow inside their bodies, all these different things. And so with this graphene oxide, this thing right here is pretty intense because the thing replicates. You go into the documentation of graphene oxide, it's nanoparticles. And you can probably Google nanoparticles and replication. And what happens is, is over time, this thing can just continue to replicate and do all of these different things and so once the 5g is instituted and turned on fully 
this thing is going to have an effect on all those people who are still alive that have gotten this shot. But as Dr. Yearn stated, you have three different, three different, um, what do you call it? Three different reactions to the, to the vaccine. It's going to kill, it's going to uh, modify, and it's going to sterilize. So the sterilization of the people, those people are still gonna live, right? And the modified people will still live. So of course the killed people, they'll be out the picture. So you got two groups that are still here. And so when the 5G comes on, it's gonna affect those people in a, in a very dangerous way. Now they did a re they did research on brain um, manipulation with mice back in the day, and they were trying they were trying to figure out what triggers the my a mouse's response, and so they found this trigger where they could actually turn that mouse into a, a ravaging killer, and this is some crazy stuff right here. So now we have graphene oxide, and they're saying that it can link into the brain and manipulate. The, the brain patterns and so this is just a, a a theory not actual fact but a theory let's just say in theory if this was to happen and they turn on that 5g and then that graphene oxide which is inside the bodies of all these people and they turn it on and trigger something and you'll see individuals just start wigging out which is why when we went over last time they have the cdc zombie protocol so now you're taking control of people's minds. You're making a hive mentality. You can make people go this way. You can make people go that way. Make them behave this way and that way. So these people are actually, you know, trying to play God on earth with this thing. This is a giant experimentation. But what we have to do is, uh, you know, be wise, get the knowledge that we, we need to get to uh, understand what what's going on and reject those things that bring death and bring forth those things that bring life and our primary thing is health we want to put healthy things within our bodies and so uh I, we would advise you know in my opinion that you know nobody take that that vaccine because when you realize that back in the day when people developed um what do you call it um diabetes they sold the insulin to the people they sold it to them. So people had to pay for insulin just to control their diabetes. So if this thing is to cure you and there's no price tag on it, looking <laughs> it makes sense, man. A lot of sense, man. So it's like, okay, I got to pay you for the insulin to keep my diabetes at bay. But now you're telling me you're gonna give me something for free that'll fix me. This place is all about the bread. A healthy person is a lost customer for Come, these uh, exactly. medical companies. Come on, man. So, so that right there, you, you, you know, we, 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 we're trying to keep the hamster rolling inside our minds and keep these wheels spinning because, you know, we, we, we see the death cycle that, that they're trying to present before us. And so we just got to make that choice and say, man, I'm not going that way. I don't want to deal with that. We're going to go this healthy route. We want to put these good fruits and vegetables inside of our bodies. <clears throat> because um, look what's happening. Uh, the majority of the people that are that are dying off quick, they have bad eating habits. So back when we were like 12 years old, you know, 13 years old, we ate whatever we wanted to eat. You want a cheeseburger? Eat that cheeseburger. You want some pizza? You want some bacon fries? Yeah, we ain't eat hardly any vegetables and fruits, right? We, we so we're just tearing up all the trash. 
But as you get older, that body starts to weaken. And so the immune system needs to have those things that will strengthen it. Get you some nice pineapples to, you know, get the mucus out your chest and stuff like that. You know, get you some bananas for potassium and stuff like that. You know, selenium and all these all these minerals. See, the body comes from the ground. So we're made up of minerals. And so what you have to do is eat the fruits and vegetables that come from the ground that extract the minerals that come into your body. Now, when you go into um, the document, it's, it's called... Uh, um, U.S. Senate Document 264. You read that document and it states that the mineralization of the ground has been depleted, meaning that they're constantly growing on the same ground all the time. And so what happens is, is that the fruit sucks the minerals out the ground and then you give that fruit, you sell that fruit to somebody, but then they just keep growing in that same place. According to history, you're supposed to move from place to place because this part of the ground has to restore itself for a year. And then you go to another place, you plant the fruit, and then you eat the food. And then after that, after six years, you go to another place, let that ground stay for a year, and you just keep cycling it because you got to let the land rest. And so the way that the U.S. does it, they constantly just keep on going over and over and over again. So when you look at that, U.S. Senate Document 264, it shows you that the depletion of the soil was already jacked up way back then. So, obviously, in today's time, you have to supplement. You have to supplement. You have to supplement because of the fruit doesn't contain none of the minerals that has been depleted from the ground. Come on. Yeah. That's Makes it. Makes sense. So, we eating orange is probably equivalent to water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. This is an older document, too. It's 1936. 1936. U.S. Senate Document. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So you start to look into these things, man, and, and, and start to understand that if we're trying to strengthen ourselves in this time, we're going to have to have, we're going to have to attain more knowledge because these guys are going to, uh, you know, and everything is money. Just like we were talking about the insulin, uh, you know, you have to pay for that. You got to pay for the good products that's going to bring health to you. So if, if these people are all about bread, what are they going to do? They're going to extract minerals from whatever source and they're going to sell them to you in a bottle yeah that's how they do it because otherwise you could just get it free from the fruits so they destroy the they destroy the soil they destroy the air they destroy your water so that they can sell you bottled water and they can sell you in pill form the minerals that should be inside your fruits and vegetables and so you know we have to take those those steps just to keep health inside of our body like my my mom she suffers from thyroid problems and since I don't have a medical degree, all of her trust goes into the doctors. And so I, I made, a, I made a, uh, a statement to her. I said, well, your, your thyroid is, is jacked up. You keep passing out and having these equilibrium problems. Uh, it sounds like a deficiency disease. I said, you might want to check out some selenium. Told her that three years ago. And then later on, <laughs> just this year or last year, her doctor, she ran into a doctor that told her, well, you need to probably try some selenium. <laughs> she took the selenium, thyroid, phew, no problems. Wow. I was like, mom, it, it comes with mineral deficiency. So you, you keep these, you, you know, you try to look at the issues. What you have to do is look at what issues you have. Like say for instance, somebody with heart disease, 
with heart disease, what, what is the first thing you have to do with somebody with heart disease? You first have to clean them out. You got to get the toxins out, right? You get the toxins out and then you have to address the heart. The heart is strengthened by a berry called the Hawthorn berry. You take the Hawthorn berry after you cleanse out the body, then the Hawthorn berry can get past all the toxic uh, substance that was in the body and go straight to the heart and just start strengthening that heart. Stay on that thing for about seven days. Heart starts to beat properly. Mm. People who have conditions like that, it just starts to change. You're looking at a situation like, say, for instance, with, with cancer. People have cancer and they're like, well, all these people are dying from cancer. What do you do with cancer? First thing you do with that cancer, you clean out the, the colon first, right? And here's a, here's a cold, uh, a cure for it. But most people don't use this. High-dose vitamin C. High-dose vitamin C. When you go, uh, there was a documentary uh, done in New Zealand back in the day. They took a guy and inserted the IV into his veins. And his cancer started to go into remission. Not only that, leukemia. Guy did the same thing. The liquid in his lungs started to dissipate. So we're looking at high-dose vitamin C. Just last week, me and my wife did high-dose vitamin C to see how much we could retain. Because what happens with, high, with vitamin C, when you take it in high doses, if you have an issue like cancer or leukemia, it will stay inside the body. But if you don't have an issue, you'll have a runny stool. It'll just turn into liquid. And so I took like, uh, I took maybe... I want to say probably about 25 grams of it. Stuff was real tart. Drunk it down. Next thing you know, rumbling in my stomach. Came out. You know, I had a very loose stool. And so what it was telling me is that I don't have a dire sickness. I don't have a real bad sickness inside my body. So it's just going to use what it needs and then push on out. And then when you're taking vitamin C, one of the other things that, that absorbs really well with vitamin C is, is your iron. You take iron with vitamin C, it absorbs really well. They They bind together some somehow from the literature I was reading I was like wow I didn't even know that and so I started taking my iron when I took my vitamin C at the same time I never did that in the past but uh you know you just start to look at the minerals look how they they gel together how they link up what issues do you have do you have uh blood sugar issues or something first thing you do if you have diabetes you uh clean out the colon you take a colon cleanser get all the poisons out then you start to use things like gymnema. Uh, yeah, the herb is called gymnema. You can use bitter melon. You can use, um, uh, what's another one? Uh, chromium, vanadium. You know, these things will help build up the, uh, the, um, the blood and, and reverse that diabetic uh, issue. So, you know, I always uh, like to go on, on YouTube, I mean, uh, on Google, and look at the PubMed documents. If you go to PubMed, yeah, I think it's called PubMed.gov. And I think we were on a, we were trying to look this up last time. I couldn't remember what the link was, but these were government documents. And it was like uh, NHIL.gov. We were, we were trying to yeah. look up or whatever. But the documents are pub is PubMed. And these are all government documents. You go in there and you start searching. You start looking up these documents. And these documents are showing you what what they have been studying what they've been doing that's how i found out about the 5g that when the 5g comes on it's going to increase viral loads and bacterial loads i was like wow so now when i know when i read that document and i see what's happening with the COVID, 
and and the virus that is inside of the people because when you look at the mrna it's bypassing the immune system and allowing a virus to actually go inside of the people so people can die from covid so to speak or or those people who are weakened they die real quick and those who are strong it's going to take two to three years for them to to uh to check out because that viral load and that bacterial load will be replicated at a high rate once that 5g goes on which is why the push for the covid vaccine right now they're trying to just knock people down but you know we, we you know we have to stay educated on in uh in this realm so that we can keep ourselves healthy because you're gonna see a lot of people dropping a lot of our family members a lot of our friends you know all we can do is just educate and 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 hope that they can hear and see what's happening you know yeah now with that that graphene oxide that they're pumping in everybody a lot of people are feeling pressured or they've already had it injected was there any way that we've learned that can uh, break that down the minerals and uh, kind of expel that out of the body well well the the one thing with that graphene oxide because that thing is so so dangerous uh uh i was looking into one uh supplement or or it actually comes from the tree and i actually got this from brian back in the day he turned me on to a doctor by the name of dr uh jennifer daniels and she was using turpentine so turpentine was an old cure back in the back in the old days and the cure is in the dosage the cure is in the in in the teaspoon if you take more than a teaspoon you're going to get some little effects but if you take a teaspoon of turpentine it cures now, I'm not saying that this is going to cure or get the graphene oxide out it, it be, because what the what the turpentine does, it boosts up the immune system. And Dr. Uh, Judy, I think her name was Mikovich or Makovich or something like that. She was also stating that from the pine tree, you can take the pine needles from the pine tree because it has a, a certain chemical in it called, I think it's called seraphin or serfaron or something like that. I can't remember the name of it, but you make pine needle tea, make the pine needle tea and you drink that tea, boom, this thing starts to reverse the effects of what what's inside the body. Now that, you know, I don't know if that's legit or not. This is just stuff that I've read and stuff that I heard, you know, uh, as far as that. But for the graphene oxide, I've, I've seen the video. You can uh, go to, I believe it's called bitshoot.com. And look up the and type in the search. I think it's called "We Are Being um, Slaughtered Like Cattle." We're being something. I think I believe that's the the title of it. Cattle for the slaughter. And uh, that video shows where an individual is taking a heavy magnet, putting it on other individuals' arms, and seeing the graphene oxide move inside of the arm. And then on the other slide, it shows the people digging the graphene oxide out of the person's arm. So you're looking at a mass death campaign here. And and most people will will, of course, perish from it. Those who have knowledge and understand it, you know, they they and and apply the knowledge and understanding and use wisdom and don't get the vaccine. Of course, they'll they'll live. But here's another thing that comes with it. They're talking about the viral shedding of those people who have been vaccinated, meaning that those people who got the vaccine and that mRNA is going in there, bypassing the immune system and causing viral replication inside of the body. 
and then you're coming around a person who's unvaccinated now they're saying they're shedding this material onto other people so for the shedding aspect that turpentine will work for the shedding aspect that pine needle tea will work now for me i don't know what i don't know if it'll work or not for those people who are vaccinated i i just don't know that there's no no documentation on that but for those people who have not been i would definitely go with the turpentine and uh the pine needle tea and there's a particular brand too of uh of turpentine that you need to use and this is the brand it's called the georgian the georgia pine gum spirits 100 percent turpentine this is pure turpentine you take an ounce of uh, a teaspoon of this it's like magic i took i took this after after brian told me about it and i was like wow man this stuff is amazing so i went and bought like seven eight bottles of this stuff back in the day and um i'm still on another bottle i just brought this one in but uh man that stuff right there it's real potent it's real potent and that's the kind you need uh because that's the purest form that's the purest form right there because i used another one before you uh when you had told me about it Uh and i was try i tried it out and they gave me a little, you know. Yeah, you told me that. It yeah. It made you feel some type of way. Yeah, but that right there, that's a clean form. You don't get that 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 feeling uh, with this one like like I did with the other one. But that one right there is is a good one, man. It's a real good one. So you just take this by the teaspoon. You don't yeah, need the te- sugar cube or nothing like y- that. You can, if you can okay. take it without the sugar cube, uh-huh. you know, but I usually put sugar in mine. Okay. I'll take that turpentine. I put sugar in it just to make it more pal- uh, palatable to go down uh, easy. Because some people, like D- Dr. Jennifer Daniels, she just takes a teaspoon and downs it. She's, a, you know, she's a, she's a G. Yeah. You know? But um, that that right there, you know, this is one of those things you want to have inside your repertoire. Because what I've done with my family, I've basically made bags of medicinal um, herbs just in case we have to go. Because I, I used to live in Israel, and it, it changed my mentality about the way things go. Because so, over here in the United States, we, we're so relaxed and comfortable. But over there in Israel, they're always in a war state. And so what they would tell us to do, we would always keep a backpack with essentials inside of it. So just in case something happens, pick up your backpack and roll. And then we're going down into a bunker just in case somebody's dropping bombs, right? But over here, of course, we're not, we're not dealing with that, but it keeps me in the mindset to keep that on hand just in case we have to go quick. So each one of my, my daughters, my wife, I set up a, a bag with turpentine, with herbs, um, with uh, utility knives and things of that nature just for survival purposes. So, cause you just never know, rope, uh, things like that. Cause that's how we have to do over there. So it's just a mentality that I, I you know, it, I kind of got trained in those two years over there while I was over, over there. Yeah. So. I just still kind of. I know you were mentioning something. Uh, I spoke with you. It was about um, something. It was like a uh, something that you could in, enhance. You could enhance the immune system uh, to prevent the uh, the virus from uh, entering. Um. Well, it, it's, it's it's plenty of uh, of of uh, immune enhancements. This right here is one of them. Mm-hmm. You can basically okay. this is this is one of them. another one you can use uh, to enhance the immune system is uh, colloidal silver, that will turn you into it'll boost up your immune system and so it's kind of like giving you two immune systems, because the colloidal silver will take uh, any type of uh, 
virus or whatever and what it'll do it'll suffocate that virus and so when that stuff comes in there it'll it'll basically suffocate uh, a virus bacteria or whatever and uh you know and then that stuff just dies off so you always want to have colloidal silver on hand that's also in my, inside my bags too um but anything like that 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 boosts the immune system um like i said before that high dose vitamin c that boosts the immune system um that stuff right there is amazing that that high dose vitamin c is amazing man that's some that's some is it a certain vitamin c i think you mentioned a certain because i yeah. have some in, in the in the fridge and it's just it's like the powder form but it's, it's yeah yeah so so now i have the powder form as well that's what i used um that's what I used uh, just last week. It's, it's called, you know, the ascorbic acid. It's just yeah, a, a bag Yeah, that's the one of I have, yeah. And so what, what happens with that vitamin C, like when these people, um, what do you call it, uh, um, that they used inside of the hospitals, they use the IV bags of vitamin C yeah. to put in your, in your arm. But the other vitamin C is called uh, liposomal vitamin C. So liposomal vitamin C, they come in these little packages and it's liquid. Now, when COVID first came out, when COVID first came out, there was uh, a mad dash to liposomal because the documentary on vitamin C that cured the guy who had uh, pneumonia, uh -huh. they kicked him out of the hospital because the vitamin C was working. They kicked him out. And so they said, no, nah, we can't help you anymore. The guy, this guy was in New Zealand. His family was like, okay, this is working. So keep on doing it. They said, no, nah, we can't help you anymore. Kicked him out of the, the house. And it was basically sending him to his death. So his wife went and got the liposomal vitamin C from the store there in, in New Zealand. And she just started hitting him with high doses of it. And next thing you know, boom, the effects of it killed, uh, gave the, uh, eliminated the, the uh, liquids from the guy's lungs. And then he lived. And he said, if it hadn't been for my wife and my son, I'd be dead right now. Wow. So, you know, liposomal vitamin C. And I think the... Uh, the brand is, um, I think it's uh, Livion. I think it's Livion. The name of the company is Livion. But uh, that's the brand that they used on the uh, documentary, which is why when COVID comes out, the Livion brand, if, that, if that's the correct name of it, uh, is always uh, out. People, they're selling out with the stuff uh, all the time. So, yeah, these, these are things that, you know, just having this little information can be life or death for a lot of people out there. Definitely, you know, man. Definitely. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, man. It's right now is the time, man, to boost the immune system up right now, man. Because, I mean, I don't understand uh, this variants coming out. I, I was waiting for a variant of the flu. It never came out, but we got a variant <laughs> of COVID. Uh, so they got, they all got uh, names now. Yeah, we got. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Man? Yeah, man. Yeah. And, and, and look, we told we told people on the last on the last show that you're gonna have to get three shots. Yeah. And this was before they were right, even doing that. Right. But here's the cold thing, man. When I was at the job, there are people who actually got the shot, and when they showed me their vaccine card, it has four slots, four slots. Mm -hmm. So what does that mean? It's two gonna, more. You're gonna have to get four shots. Yeah. That's four shots they got to get. Now, you're looking at that. Why are they giving these people four shots? Because the, the agenda is, is that, okay, some of these people are pretty strong and it's not going to uh, affect them as fast. We need to push this thing fast because the minute the people start dropping from death, then everybody's going to be like, I'm not taking that. 
as long as people are, are alive and they're still going to work, we got to push it because we're on a time, we're on time uh, schedule. The guy here in Houston, his name is um, the rapper, uh, Slim Thug. He's been out there pushing, you need to get that vaccine. Why in the hell would Bill Gates want to kill me? Well, see, here's the thing that he doesn't understand is that we're dealing with technology right here. That graphene oxide is a technology. When you can send a frequency to something and then that thing can tentacle together off of a frequency, that's just not something just out there. That's a technology. So now we have Bill Gates, whose father is a eugenicist, uh, uh, who's into eugenics. And then you also has, um, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, Bill Gates, who is a technology guy who's pushing a vaccine. That doesn't ring bells to people. No. So you you have graphene oxide, which is a technology. Then you have this technological Microsoft guy who has no credentials in vaccines pushing a vaccine. And then his wife comes out, says, we need to get this to blacks, Hispanics, and Native Americans. Why? Why specifically? Because they're most, most at risk. Why? Yeah. Most at risk. <clears throat> Come on, man. Yeah. So so you, you, you're, looking, you're looking at this thing, man, and you're just kind of like. Yeah. We're dealing with mad scientists. Mad scientists, mad man. Scientists, man. It's not a game. Yeah, it's this not a game. It's the truth, man. And they, duh. I mean, no, no. They just so smooth and just, man. They, they so smooth with it, man. And, and, and the news is just so trickery now, man. So once you lock in on the news every day, man, that, that's gonna bait you in. <laughs> this news is such a joke. They gonna bait you in the news, man. This yep. news, all it is, is dr- selling drugs now. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Man. Selling drugs, selling dope, st- yeah. selling dope. You turn it on, they spook you, man. They try to Anytime I walk by the TV and the news is on, they're selling me dope. I'm like, man. Yes. <laughs> is this all there is going on? <laughs> they scare you. The news scare you for the day to put you in that fear mode, man. Yeah, yeah. Put you in that fear, fill you up with fear, and then they're going to have something that they want to give you to cure you from that fear. Yeah, man. Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing that's, that's driving everything, man. We. We have family members um, who have made, you know, very emotional choices. And when you think about this vaccine, this is a life and death choice. And, uh, you know, and then once this information starts to come out, what's going to what's going to grab hold to people after they found out what they've done to themselves? And then you had other family members who were trying to keep you away from it. They're going to, you know, that 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 fear is going to take hold. And, you know, it's fear suppresses the immune system when fear comes in it suppresses the immune system so you you got to you got to know how to address these things man like like i was going through an issue uh at my job because my you know i had i have a boss that was a a pretty uh you know dude dude wasn't you know he's not that type of cat that you just want to come to and talk to he's a he's a difficult person to talk to and so uh he was making life hell at the at the job for me so what happened was my stress level my stress level just shot up and then it affected my blood pressure. My blood pressure, I was taking things that I knew that could lower my blood pressure and it'll come down and then shoot right back up. And I was like, man, I don't understand what's going on. So I was getting kind of kind of nerved up. And then as I started reading more literature on blood pressure, and then I started reading literature on stress and I found out how I could knock my blood pressure down through the stress. You have to take what is called adaptogen herbs. Adaptogen herbs address addresses the stress uh, situation. Now, stress 
is directly correlated with blood pressure. Now you can eat bad and you can get high blood pressure. And so if you take those things, those herbs that lower the blood pressure is going to come down. But if stress is hitting your blood pressure, you can't take blood pressure herbs to lower the blood pressure. It's just going to go right back up because stress is causing that. So what I did, I went to the adapted adaptogen herbs like ashwagandha. Ashwagandha is an adaptogen herb. And so it addressed the stress issue. And then next thing you know, boom, blood pressure started going down. And I was like, oh, man, look at that. Something I had learned just just recently because I was going through a stressful situation. And then I started having issues with my beard. You know, these guys at my job, they're always talking about, hey, man, you using just for men all the time. I was like, <laughs> whatever, bro. Yeah. You know, I always tell them, I say, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And so they always look at me and they said, man, this dude's 47, man, and he has an all black beard. I was like, man, I say, I ain't using no just for men, bro. And so what it is, I, I basically will take these herbs like, L-cysteine. L-cysteine is a stress herb. I take um, lipoic acid. Lipoic acid is a um, it's one of those things that if you have diabetes or something like that, it helps with diabetes, but it also helps with um, with the uh, the blood flow into uh, certain follicles, hair follicles, and stuff like that. And I also take the um, uh, what's that? This L-cysteine, L-tyrosine, L-tyrosine. And the lipoic acid. Yeah, so th those are the three right there. So I take those, you know, every now and then. And, um, you know, I found out that they, they help keep the, and then also chelated copper. The, the copper keeps the, the darkness inside of your hair follicles. And so I, I've been taking that for a while. I don't take it all the time like I used to, but I've been, I still take it from time to time. And it, it just kept me dark. I didn't, I didn't have any, any kind of grays popping up. But what I did find is when the stress hit me, and I started seeing little white, little white specks pop up. And I was like, oh, snap. I said, man, found out that the stress, when your stress is elevated, it starts to release uh, hydrogen peroxide inside of you. Mm. And then next thing you know, the hydrogen peroxide hits the follicle, turns it white. I didn't know that. I read documentation on it. I was like, wow. Didn't know wow. that, man. Wow. So it's just, it's, it's all these factors that causes the, the body to age causes you to lose brain function um all these different things man that these people have just laid out that fear thing is a is a heavy piece man yeah. that fear is going to weaken the immune system it's going to cause stress inside the body if you don't know the herbs to take you're going to be susceptible to it and then you're going to say oh man I'm, I'm getting old i'm getting you know i can't think right you know i think the herb for the for the for the mind is i think it's called luatin i think it's called Lu luatin i think that's the name of it but that right there, there was a study done on this this particular uh, this particular mineral uh, back in the day. There was this uh, lady; she was like 103 years old, and she had been working with this. I think they, yeah, she'd been working with this particular mineral. And the next thing you know, she was telling the people uh, that she was in in front of, and she was like, "My brain is just as sharp as it was at 20," because she had been working on the brain all her life. And then she found out that this particular mineral, that if she takes that, that keeps the, the mind sharp, keeps the mind real sharp. So she was able to retain her mental capacity all the way until her hundreds, man. Wow. Some wild stuff right there. Everything, wow. remember, everything comes from the ground. Everything comes from the ground. We're made of minerals from the ground. So the solution for your problem is going to come from the ground. From the ground. And so if you understand the minerals and what their effect is on the body, 
then you take that mineral and you fix the situation. Now, everything is just not as easy as that because you got to do a little studying. You know, certain people can't take certain minerals too much because everybody's physiology is different. For me, I'll, I test on myself all the time just to see what works. And so whenever it works for me and somebody comes up and they say, hey, hey, uh, Larry, man, what, you know, I got this I got this issue with uh, with the blood pressure. I think I mentioned this last time. Well, my buddy, uh, he he had blood pressure problems. He's always because he, he doesn't like to eat right. And so he took off to Mississippi from Texas and he left his blood pressure uh, medication. Dude was on the road. He was like his his hand swollen up to where he couldn't hold the wheel. And he said, Larry, man, what can I do, man? I ain't, I ain't got my medicine. And he's getting real nervous. I say, man, go to the store, buy you some celery and some green apples and juice that stuff. I say, juice a lot of it, man. You got to juice a lot of it. Boom. He was good, man. So, you know, you got to have these little these little solutions. You got to have you got to find these things out because um, when you're in a dire situation, because we don't know how these people are going to make the make society go. It could get real bad. And one thing I'm starting to get into right now, I'm starting to get into the study of plants because see right now. I'm just as susceptible to anything just like anybody else because I can't go out there into the ground and find these particular plants that I have in my herbs, you know, that's in my bag. I don't, I, when I see them, I don't, I can't identify them. So what I'm about to do is, is go into this botany, learn these plants and learn the properties of these plants and how to, how to fix them. Because what's, what, when you really look at it, we're, we're going into a technology, uh, uh, a technological, we're in a technological age. And so what is it that we're dependent on? We're dependent on cell phones. We're dependent on laptops, computers, and all these things. But when they, if they were to flip the switch, because they've been talking about the power grid going down, if they were to flip that switch, what would we do? How would we find our information? How would we know what heals what? And so right now is the best time to get the information while we have access to it printed out on some paper. Because if, when them lights go out, you have to have some kind of documentation. Oh, mama is, is, you know, she's having issues with this. What do I do? If I don't do this, she's going to pass. But you've got that knowledge. You'd be like, hey, look, I don't know what to do, but I know what this paper is saying. We're going to try this. Because if we don't do nothing, you're going to pass. So we got to get ourselves into the mold of the old ways. Our grandmother and our grandfather used to, you know, they would grow their food. They lived into their 80s and 90s and stuff like that. So, you, you're looking at the old ways being the best ways. It's not, it's, technology is not bad. It's just the people that use it against us. You know, they're using it for nefarious reasons. And so what we have to do is just gain that knowledge. Remember, uh, knowledge is power. When you got that power, man, nobody can tell you nothing. When you know something, when you know something, nobody can tell you nothing. Just like we, we, we're talking about the COVID. Nobody can tell us anything about COVID because we see the results. We see what it's doing. We go to BitChute and look at the, go to BitChute and look at vaccine reactions on BitChute. And you see all these people having all these reactions. It's like, man, I'm not taking that. You look at the doctors that are coming out right now saying that, hey, these vaccines are death to the people. They're, they're doing mass depopulation. They're, they're not just saying these things. These people have credentials from the wazoo, man. They got credentials from A to Z and they're telling you what's going on. And so you 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 got to you got to make those choices, man. To make those right choices. Then you're gonna go and believe what Snope says. Oh, exactly. Oh, Snope says is is not true. Okay. 
Snopes says a fact checker came out. A fact checker says, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fact <laughs> Facebook fact checker <laughs> says that's not true. How often can you take this? Man, you can take that. You can take the um, uh, when you when you go to Doctor uh, Jennifer Daniels. She, I think she was basically taking this. I can't remember how often it was. I think she tested. I think they tested it just to see how much your body can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause she did. She did. Uh, she went up in dosages, and yeah. she found out that when she increased the dosages past a teaspoon, uh-huh. that she started geeking. You know, she yeah. was, she started yeah. ticking, and she yeah. didn't. She what? She said it was just uncontrollable ticks that she started happening she said oh this is too much yeah so the teaspoon because i, I talked with my grandmother mm. when she was alive she i asked her about turpentine she said oh yeah baby this is how we, this is what we we didn't have doctors she said our mom uh she said your, your great grandmother gave us turpentine because we didn't have access to the doctors so they would take this whenever sickness came so it, 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 and especially before winter time they would do it do it as a preventative during the winter time but if you got sick before taking this in the wintertime, they'd hit you with that turpentine. They always had the turpentine on deck. And here's the cold part is that Doc, uh, what's his name? Um, Thomas Jefferson. Thomas Jefferson came uh, down with a, a very deadly disease back in the day. And uh, the modern doc, the doctors that he had couldn't fix him. And he's like, hey, there's nothing else we can do. So he's, Thomas Jefferson's about to die. So he went to his slaves. And he was asking the slaves, he said, if you cure me or you help me with this situation, I'll give you property. What they do, they came out and they gave the brother turpentine. Got out the sixes, them slaves got property over there, man. So even to this day, you can see a lot of black people over there that are descendants from Thomas Jefferson. And they they up in society, man. You know, they come from that line or they, they benefited from uh, a remedy that one of their great grandparents gave to them. So you 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 seeing man this knowledge is the power. This is the power right here, man. It is, man. It is. They say this is extracted from some pine yeah. from pine a product. Pine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what they would do, they would tap the pine tree. So you have different types of pine trees. Now the one that you don't want to use that I found out on PubMed uh literature is uh the Ponderosa pine tree. The Ponderosa pine tree, they said it has a toxicity in it. And um but the other pine trees are all all good, like the the tall loblolly pine trees. They the real tall pine trees. They go way up there in the sky, and then you have the shorter ones. But those ponderosas, when you Google that, you can see what type of ponderosa, uh, what the ponderosa looks like, and that's the one you don't really want to want to deal with. But the rest of them, they all good. Even the Douglas fir Christmas tree. You take mm. a Douglas fir Christmas tree when yeah. Christmas time comes. Yeah. You can pull those stems off of that Joker man, put it inside there, and, and make a tea, and it'll cure. It'll, it'll, it, it, what it is, it's a very high dose of vitamin C. We're going right back to uh, vitamin C. The pine needles and the pine needles from the Douglas firs, they have very high concentrations of vitamin C. They have very fi- high concentrations of that. And then, you know, they also have other things in, inside of it. Um, I can't remember that name, uh, Dr. Judy Vogel. I, I want to say it was Seraphim or Seraphim or something like that. I can't remember. The other attribute that it has inside of its, uh, inside of its kind of sound like we need to uh, follow the animals and get educated from the animals. Come on, man. <laughs> hey, man, they got the, hey, they got the game. They got the game. <laughs> they loaded, man. They got the game. Them boys loaded with yeah. that info, man. Yeah, yeah, That's how the Indians, you know, we 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 always look at. I always used to wonder that, man. I, I I that was a question in my mind. I was like, how did they know this? 
How did these these people know this? How did the Native Americans know man, to take that particular? They, they watched the they animals. They watched the animals, eat. man. They watched Smoked the animals. Them. They watched the animals. And know? and we have uh and I just started this like I was telling you I was just starting this botany thing, man. And I was looking at this one particular plant. It's called the pokeweed. And I was looking at that joke. I said, man, I wonder if that thing got healing properties. I'm glad I looked that bad boy up, man. That joker was Dr. Death, man. What? Yeah, man. What is you, it called? The pokeweed? Pokeweed. It got these little berries that grow on it, man. They, they green when they're real ripe, and then they turn, like, dark purplish, like, called pokeweed, man. And I was looking at it. I was like, man, what is this? And, but they were saying that the Native Americans used to eat this stuff. But then when I started doing all the research, it was like the toxicity report on this thing is very toxic. I was like, oh, snap. So what? you got to read. You got to be very well read and understood on this documentation because some certain people will just throw some stuff out there, and you don't want to get you know uh, stuck with the banana tailpipe type type situation. So you want to just uh, you want to be well read on these things, man. That's why I say this botany, man. Learning, being a botanist, that thing is gonna be like Merlin the magician in the yes. times of need. Yes. Somebody can go down and walk down the street and be like, hey, go over there and get some of that crab weed. Yes. That right there is going to heal that. Oh, hey, go over there. You need some of that stinging nettles. Yeah, yeah. You got a fever? Yeah, get that nettles right there. And then we're going to make some nettles tea. How do you... That right there is so... I mean, that's some that's some power, bro. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it I, seemed like we should all have been... Uh, already have been educated as, as youth yeah. on this, man. But, I mean, where's the education on that? It's not here. It's not Ask here. Ask your doctor. Man. <laughs> They're selling drugs. They selling it, man. Hey, get that, get that nice dope. They want. I keep the herb Bible. I found, I found this herb Bible. It's pretty, pretty handy too, man. You know, in mm -hmm. the time of need, get the Earl Mendel's herb Bible, man. Definitely yep. need the books. Yeah, you mm -hmm. definitely need those books, man. Because yes. everything on this web, man. I'm telling you, man. This stuff. If they flip that switch, we done. It's, it's over. It's we over. Depended, we depended on that web. We, Gosh, man. man look, I, I I talked to this guy at the job, man. This dude has has a older older white guy, man. He uh he he got a cell phone six years ago. Dude wasn't dealing with cell phones until six years ago, and he said he said, hey, man. He said, this stuff, this world is crazy. He said, six years ago, when I would drive from Texas to Kansas, I used a map. He said, six years ago, I was going to my glove compartment because I was so accustomed to traveling all over. I pulled the map out. He said, these younger kids, you give them a map, they don't know what the hell to do. Oh, no. Because they're going like this. Hitting that phone, and then that thing says, turn left, turn right, go up here, you know. He said, when you put a map in front of a young kid, because he has young nephews and nieces, he's like, I don't know how to look at that. What is that? And he's like, this is where you are. You're going to drive up to that highway. That's Highway 45. And then you're going to keep on going till you go to. And he was, she was just like, no, I could just use my phone. He says, what if the phone goes out? It's never going to go out. Okay. <laughs> so so now you're looking at the mentality of the kids. Yeah. The kids are just like, hey, man, I can't, I, ain't, I don't know nothing to do. I got this phone, man. And so it's all part of the agenda, right? It's yeah. all part of the whole thing. We got, we got technology running everybody's lives. Now that guy told me, he says, when I leave the house without my phone, he says, Larry, I actually feel naked. Older guy. This is an older guy. He said, that's, that's dangerous. He it says, is. because I was so accustomed six years ago, just living my life, and and now I have to have this thing in my hand constantly. Gosh, man, his life just went from there to there yeah. in six years. In six years, bro. 
I can't even, you know. Man, I've turned around many times for this film. Yeah. Oh, me too, man. <laughs> hey, man, I leave that house. I'm like, uh oh, I'm going to be late. That <laughs> <laughs> too, I tell you, man, you ain't turn that circle, man. You be like, oh, I got to go back, man. Many, many a times, man. Hey, man, that thing is attached to the hip, man. So. It's, it's a delicate situation I think we got in this society overall. Like like you say, they, the power switch. Yeah. People are not going to know what, how to eat. How, how are they going to eat? You can't even feed yourself. No. You don't know how to grow up. I, I've been over there at my house, man, and it, it's not easy. I'm telling you right now, it's not easy to grow food. Mm. No. I said, I can, I, can, I, can, I can let the trees do their thing because all I need to do is water the trees and let those roots hit the, hit, the, hit the ground and then bring some fruit up, but that takes too long. So what you need is those potatoes and all those things that'll stick to you in the time of need, right? And you need those things to come up kind of quick because potatoes, it takes about three months for them to pop. Mm. And so when you're looking at farmers, they're always rotating crops. So this one goes in three months. This one goes in another three months. So you're planting this one. And so every month something's coming up. So they keep the potatoes and the sweet potatoes going constantly. And then they keep the leeks, the onions and greens going. And those are all seasonal, but... You know, you got to know which which foods are uh, annuals, which which foods are constant. You know, constantly going. So you know, it's a lot to that, man. This it's not an easy thing. I watched, I thought I was doing something. I was like, well, look, I'm I'm growing this. Next, but dang, when I think about it, man, I had to go and get some Miracle Grow dirt. They didn't have Miracle Grow dirt back in the day. So <laughs> I'm not gonna grin. You know what I'm saying? I'm going out buying dirt when I got land that has dirt on it, just to make the food grow. And you see the difference in it. So when they put that chemical in, it gives it that boost, and they get they grow faster and they're a little bigger. You put it in that regular dirt, things take a little while longer, and they ain't not as big. And so you're like, man, how does this, how do these people do this, man? How did our ancestors do this? How did they make that big food? Now we go right back to the House Senate 264, mineral depletion in the soil. Yeah, we jacked up the world. Now you got in the soil, you got all of this. Round up stuff inside of the soil, and you eating the food. You're like, "Ooh, this is nutritious." And you up here eating that cancer. Mm. Eating that cancer. You got cancer inside them potato cells. There's nothing well, in there. Right. Yeah, this hey, hey, something else I read too, man. It's the, the cell phones, the um, the amount of uh, radiation that they give off too. Yes. And the, and I also read that certain plants in the household that absorb radiation too. Right. So right. it's good to have certain plants in the mm-hmm. house to absorb that radiation and also give out their good oxygen too. Yeah, yeah. I think we're getting that recycled right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that, that health and that wealth, man. You you uh you know if you got that health, you got that wealth, man. Yeah, for real. What herbs, man, what herbs you um think some of the main herbs everybody should have, man, at hand in the house. Man, uh, one of my favorite herbs is burdock root. You get that burdock root, that burdock root is a blood cleanser. That burdock root. Yeah, so you got you got dirty blood or you got caked up blood, you take that burdock root. That is one of the Native American Indians powerhouses right there. Mm-hmm. That was This is how they cured cancer back in the day. They, they had a, a lady by the name of Renee Casey. And she created what is called Isiac tea. So Isiac tea is uh, a combination of four herbs that was given to her by the Ojibwe Indians. And so one of the herbs is burdock root. The other word, uh, herb is slippery elm bark. 
the, another one is uh, Sheep Sorrel, and the fourth one is uh, Turkey Rhubarb or Rhubarb Root. So those four herbs right there was the cancer cure back in the day. So what she was doing, she was a nurse. She was a real nurse, and cancer was being uh, cancer was running rampant back in the 1930s. And so what she did, she went to the Ojibwe Indians, got that cure, and started her own little facility and started curing people of cancer. So what did the American Medical Association do to her, who was run by the Rockefeller Foundation? Destroy Casey. Destroyed her. They destroyed her. They was like, hey, she's a quack doctor. She's lying to the people and she's killing them. And she was healing the people. Yeah. And so when you come with the healings, they got to take you out. They got to, man. They, yeah. they Either they're going to take you out or they're going to just smear your name. Yeah. And so Renee Casey, if anybody, you know, wants to go that herbal route as far as addressing the cancer, it's uh, Isiac tea. You can use that as a cancer remedy with those four herbs. Uh, but I keep that burdock root on me constantly. I was like, man, if anything, my naturopathic doctor told me, he said, he said, you always want to purify that blood. He said, you want to keep the colon clean and you want to purify that blood. Because the blood is carrying all the minerals to everything in your body. If the blood is toxic, then your blood is throwing toxicity into your lungs, your kidneys, your heart, and everything. So you always want to keep that blood clean. So I I, I keep that on me all the time. Uh, whenever I just feel regular, I'm just yeah. like, hey, I know I've been eating trash or whatever. So let me go ahead and throw some burdock root in there. And it just goes. So, I mean, how, how do you absorb it? I mean, through tea? Or yeah, just through a tea. Just through a tea. Okay. Yeah, you just say, hey, you can go online and just buy burdock, burdock root uh, tea. And, uh, you know, it's cheap. You just go to a vitamin shop and uh, look up burdock root. They'll, they'll, you know, send you over there to the burdock root. But like I said, the potency, here's the thing about herbs when, you, when you're buying it from stores, especially here in the United States. They irradiate the herbs. So they irradiate the herbs. The whole purpose of uh, radiation is they want to kill off the bugs that are inside the herbs that they're about to get ready to sell. They want to kill off uh, any kind of bacteria that's on the herbs because the herbs are just sitting there, right? Mm. And so if you have it in a moist condition and you throw the radiation, the, 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 um, the fungus is not going to grow on it. So they irradiate the stuff. But not only that, if you irradiate the herbs, you're killing properties inside the herb too. Mm. So that's why I say botany is the place, is the thing that you want to do because now you can grow your herb. You know what kind of plant it is. You grow it, you dry it out, and you make your own herb. Boom, you're getting potent stuff right there. That's that potency right there. You're getting that heavy herb. So if you grow that herb, because you can just go online, buy some burdock root seeds, put it in a little uh, raised bed, make a little bucket, throw some dirt in there, put them seeds in there and have that bucket and have your burdock root. And you say, well, you know those things right now. Let me cut them down, dry them out, turn it into a, a little tea, you know? Wow. And you're yeah. getting 100% capacity without any kind of irradiation, any pesticides. Mm. You're doing your own thing. Wow. That's something new to me. I didn't know nothing about the radiation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they radiate to kill the bugs. Though. Ain't that something, man? Wow. So, so they hitting... They, they, they hitting you. You getting the least amount of stuff. I I, I actually got turned on to that uh, from my grandmother. My mom's mom. I was I was at I was at my grandmother's house, and uh, I would always go to my grandmother whenever I got sick. 
because uh, my mom them didn't know anything about you know these herbs my grandmother did she had a little booklet and she would have the the herbs written in a book and so she called me up one day i mean i went over there one day and i said i said mama I, you know i'm feeling a little i got this uh this this mass on my on my tonsils and i said i don't want to go to the doctor but this thing is hurting me and it's in my throat is closing up and she was like come on lad let's get in the car so she got we got in the car and we drove down to tech city she, we went to this old herb shop in texas city and um ran into this guy that she knew he was a herbalist old dude had you know real big ears and that's all i remember the dude had some big old satellite ears and had these big <laughs> coke bottle glasses he couldn't see real well but that joke was cold on the herbs and so mama told me she said go over there and talk to the man tell him what you what, what's your problem i say uh yeah i got a tonsil my tonsils are swelling up my throat is is, is closing up on me man and i i need something to take and he say i got just a thing for you son go over there and get you some burdock root tea you need to clean that blood out. Said the same thing that my naturopath said. So this wow. herbalist told me about that man. And I was, I was sold. He said, what I need you to do is only take, what he say? He said, take about three, three tea bags of it. Man, I went home, man. I put seven of them in there. <laughs> I put seven tea bags inside of that thing because I say, man, I need this to be done quick. That ain't how you're supposed to do herbs. I did it. I put seven bags inside of that pot, man. I made that tea, a big old thing of tea, and I drunk the whole thing down. Man, I woke up the next morning. I had bumps all over my body, my face, my neck. I mean, it was just, I was like, oh, snap, what the hell? Man, a car went over to the dude. I said, hey, man, something went wrong. I said, man, I got, I got bumps all over my body. I said, it's all on my stomach, on my arms and my leg. And he was looking at me. He said, Son, did you take the tea like I told you? I said, uh -huh. yeah. He said, what, how much did you take? I said, I took seven of them. I didn't get that. He told me, he said, I told you to take three. He said, what you're having is, is you're having a mass uh, 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 exodus of toxins. And since you put so, so oh. much to clean out the blood, it's coming through your pores. Wow. It cured my tonsils. I bet it did. It cured my tonsils, it, and the the bumps that I had all over my body toxins. was toxins coming out because it was a wow. it was a flush. So that's it's the truth. It's the truth, man. I was like, it's so so when that happened to me, I was like, I'm sold, man. I ain't I ain't never. That's this is truth, this is my man. go to. I'm first to use it. I got some in the icebox. Yeah, I loaded up on that joker, man. But but I learned from my from my naturopathic doctor that when you're using burdock root tea, and with anything, first clean out the colon. The colon is the source of all disease because that's the place where food is going to go from your mouth straight down to the stomach and intestine. So you put trash in, guess what? That colon is going to have that trash in there and that's going what's going to happen is like say for instance when you eat meat, when you're eating meat, meat goes into the mouth and then it doesn't just digest like that. You have enzymes inside of your body. You have digestive enzymes and you have metabolic enzymes and then you also have food enzymes food enzymes come into the body by eating fruits and vegetables that's how you get food enzymes what the food enzymes do they replenish the body with uh, metabolic enzymes so you have the food enzymes which re replenishes the body with the metabolic enzymes and the digestive enzymes and so that's how you keep the enzymes level in your body constant by eating the fruits and, and, the, and the vegetables. 
mainly like your pineapples, oranges, and stuff like that. You know, you get enzymes out of that stuff. But um, so when you when you're doing that, when you're taking those fruits and vegetables, yeah, just make sure you're getting you know getting adequate enzymes inside of your body. But here's what's happening when you heat that meat. That meat goes into the body, and then the body pr produces mucus because the meat has toxins in it. When you cook meat, there are carcinogens inside of that meat. And so the body is so smart that it lays out the, the mucus over the meat to keep the body from being poisoned. And so if you keep eating meat every day, what will happen is that you develop what is called mucoid plaque because the body keeps layering that mucus on and then it hardens up. And so when I got on my first cleanse uh, with, with uh, Sunshine, which is my naturopathic doctor, he told me, you need to get that plaque out your body. So I went on this cleanse that he gave me. It was a real extensive cleanse and a freaking, it looked like a damn chicken breast that on, came out of me, man. I was like, oh, snap, look at that. And I took a hanger uh -huh. and I poked it with my hanger because it, it was in the toilet. I poked it and I said, man, it, it had the consistency of a chicken breast, but it was kind of shaped like, like ridges. And inside of it and everything, and I went to him and I said, "Sunshine, man, I had this thing. It the consistency is like a chicken breast. Like if you take chicken and you hold chicken, I was poking it with the with the uh, hanger and it it wouldn't break." And he said, "That's that's what you call mucoid plaque." He said, "That's years of eating meat that's undigested that's sitting inside your colon." And when I when I got that stuff out, I went on this. Uh, on this lemonade diet by Stanley Burroughs. It's called the lemonade diet. And so I did that for 17 days, meaning that I ain't eat any food for 17 days. I just strictly drunk liquid. And so at the time I dropped, I was dropping uh, two pounds a day for 17 days. So it's a, a total of two, uh, 34 pounds. And uh, man, I turned into a, a 12 year old my energy level shot up so so high i used to race this 24 year old i was 28 at the time i used to race this 24 year old i was working at texas instruments going around the whole facility it's two miles this dude would burn me every time man there's one particular day on my 17th day now no this is on my 10th day i got a burst of energy i was like man i don't know what's going on i smoked that boy that boy was up there like man you feel light today don't you I was like, man, I feel good. Dirty. I felt, I felt it in me. It was like, it was like somebody just, they, somebody stuck me with something and gave me that juice, and I just turned into a, 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 a machine. I just. That's the lemonade cleanse. The lemonade. It was the lemonade cleanse, yeah. and you know, I, I, I burned off the, uh, the mucus first. I got the mucus yeah. out of my body. That right, that was a big, a big thing because I had been losing weight at the time. I think, man, I was about two hundred, and I was a big dude, real big dude at that time. I think I was about two, two fifty. At the time when I really went around, when I got into this this cleansing stuff, and then I just started dropping weight. I got all the way down before I did the lemonade cleanse. The lemonade cleanse, I know for a fact, dropped 34 pounds off of me. I got to 168. I was at crack weight. My old man yeah. used to look at me and be like, Rita, that boy on that stuff. Because <laughs> I got real skinny, man. And everybody, she, the old man used to look at me and say, man, look at this dude's head. <laughs> this, this guy's body is so small, but his head. 
you know, doing all this other crazy stuff. But I was telling her, I say, man, Pop, I know, man, I'm, I'm finna start eating again. I just, I was like, man, I feel good, man. I just had, I just had that feeling. And, and, and the funny thing was this. As soon as I got off of the lemonade diet, and I had all this energy, I hadn't eaten anything for 17 days, just that lemon, maple syrup, and that cayenne uh, inside of that drink. And after I got off that, as soon as I ate, now I ate fruit. I ate fruit. As soon as I ate the fruit, I went down, bro. I was on a high. I was on a high. I mean, everything inside my body was just on 100. But as soon as I ate, the energy went straight to the food because I hadn't eaten in 17 days. So the energy went to the food. I had to learn this from uh, from Sunshine. He told me, he said, what's happening is since you were on an extended fast, and then you're going in and eating food. He say, I advise you next time, drink some pineapple juice or some orange juice first and then start eating your fruit. He said, because what you're doing, you want to stir up the enzymes in your body. So whenever you get ready to eat the food, it'll go in and start breaking it down real easy. He said, the pineapple was good mm-hmm. that you ate because it has enzymes, it has the bromelain inside of it. And so it's going to break down. But if you would have revved up the enzymes inside your body before you started chewing food he said you wouldn't have had that drop as fast he said because you were way up here and then you just went down and I was like yeah so he told me about that and I was like oh okay cool so whenever people come to me off of extended fasts I tell them the same thing I say man why don't you get some uh, some pineapple juice or some orange juice not the, not the stuff you buy at the store some freshly squeezed stuff like you go and buy pineapple juice it go and buy some oranges and juice it and stuff like that and uh, let those enzymes just kind of, you know, multiply inside your body so that you'll be prepared to eat. And then you just don't go, you never go and eat meat. You never go and eat meat coming off a long fast. You never do that because that right there is a shock because now what's happening is that food has to go through and your kidneys can lock up and it can take you out. It can actually kill you. Wow. If you're going on an extended fast, we had a, we had a girl uh, that ran for uh the u.s olympics her name was tommy saldana she's from galveston and uh she was close uh close friend to the family or whatever and uh she went on a extended fast to get prepared for the olympics and uh she went to the worst place of all after coming off of her fast she went to mcdonald's mm. and she bought a hamburger french fries and a soda and ate that and it almost took her out. She had, she had to be rushed to the hospital. Her kidneys could not break that stuff. It, it went in and locked up her kidneys. They had to, she could have she could have checked out just wow. like that. Sunshine told me that, and I was like, when he told me that, because this happened way before I I knew about this stuff, and I was like, man, that's what happened with Sardana. She ate that stuff after she came off that fast. She was getting ready for the U.S. Yeah. Olympics because they do. When, when I don't know if y'all know, whenever these people go into these limbs, they do extensive stuff. They mm-hmm. they deprive themselves of a lot of things to strengthen their bodies. Up. Yeah. And so yeah, that's that's what another health thing that you got to know about with fasting. You you can't just come back and just eat food, especially something like McDonald's or, or even Whataburger. You know, it doesn't matter if it's meat and your body is clean like that. It's gonna be a shock to your system. You need to lighten yourself up, and then make those enzymes replicate or multiply inside your body by foods that can uh, about juices and stuff like that it takes a few days to come come back from that yeah it takes a few days Mm -hmm. it takes a few days because granted i ate pineapples man i ate pineapples 
And man, it took me down. My energy level just, it was like somebody just, I just went, boom. I was like, wow, man, what? And I, I wanted to get back to the way I was, man. I want, I was like, I want that energy again. Sunshine told me, he said, that's how you're supposed to feel all the time. Your blood is actually flowing through your body. I would get up in the morning way before I was supposed to because my energy level was on, 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 a, on a high high frequency. And I was like, wow, man. I say, man, it's hard to sustain this in this society, man. Because you're around people, you know, and you get enticed by certain things or whatever. So, you know, if you're trying to, you know, take your, your health to the pinnacle, you know, and, and all the stuff that you've been accustomed to, and then you go and taste it one time, guess what's going to happen? It's just like anything. You're going to taste it one time, and then you're going to go back two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. six, and you're going to be right back in the situation where you was from. God went through veganism. My first time I went to, I was a vegan. I was, I was a vegan for 13 years, and then I dropped and went and started eating meat again. I felt the, I felt the effects immediately, and then I went right back. And then I went back to, to veganism. And then just recently, uh, when, when my, one of my cousins passed away, I had to go back because my daughter, she, she uh, contracted an eating disorder. And so we had to bring her back, her, her health back. And so we had to incorporate meats back into our diet. And so then I started to feel the effects again. I was like, oh, man. I said, you see the up and down thing of, of the meats. And, you know, the only way when you're eating these meats, you want to eat clean meats. Now, in the last episode that we did, you know, I was speaking of a family member who uh, went on back to eating meat from being a vegan. And she purchased her meat from the Amish people. It was without pesticides and um, and all that type stuff. And so those clean meats are hard to come by because you have to order it. So, you know, you got to be cognizant of what you're purchasing and, uh, you know, and things of that nature. But uh, yeah, man, it's you know it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff to to take in as far as you know trying to keep yourself in a in a high a high level of health uh, in this society because you're being inundated constantly with uh, all kind of advertisements that's you know not not beneficial to the body. So uh, you got to uh, educate yourself number one, and then uh, you know and then number two, apply what you have learned. Man, I have come around so many people apply, yes. who have the knowledge, but they don't apply the knowledge. They tell you everything from A to Z, and they don't apply it. And and one thing I found out is that when you have this information, you do kind of abuse it. Because I've, 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 I've fallen into that category a, a few times. When you know how to heal yourself from something, you'll go out and eat trash for a while, and then you say... Okay, now it's bad. Let me go ahead and start doing this so I can cure myself. You get to that point. It's a mental thing that you got to kind of keep yourself trained to stay on that on that path. And the things that knock knock most people off is is other people. <laughs> you know, they get around you, entice you, they say, "Hey, yeah. man, go ahead and do this, that, and the other." I didn't have that all my life and everything, so it, it, it you know it doesn't really affect me like that. But sometimes I do fall victim to it when it. Um, uh, depending on the situation, if I'm real hungry or something like that, I'm like, oh man, I gotta eat something. And then I go in and I was like, man, I know I'm gonna feel like crap after this. I was out, out in Louisiana with some buddies of mine, man, and uh, these dudes, they, they, they weren't eating like me or whatever. And so, <laughs> dude, I ain't had no money. The guy went in there and bought hamburgers for Whataburger. 
As soon as I hate that joke, hit the low part, man. I was just out. I was done. And they was like, dang, boy, you was over there snoring. I was like, yeah, man, I ain't, I ain't no meat, man. Yeah. It, it, it's long, so, you know. And then, I, you know, I fell off the wagon right after that, that piece, mm. man. Then go right back and like, hey, man, let me go over here and get some of this Popeye's chicken. Yeah. Knowing that Popeye's is horrible. <laughs> like, come on, man. Hey, I was with somebody, man. They did the same thing. And I knew what it was, but he didn't. So he was a meat eater. We, he went, we were in Galveston. He went and got some barbecue. And as soon as he ate it, man, I looked over and he was snowing. I was like, man, that old meat took all the energy took out of it. all the energy. Yes. Yeah, Quick. man. It's, it's definitely a, a social aspect to it. Because, yeah. you know, if, if you're on a fast, and you want to go hang out with someone? What you gonna do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you yeah. don't, you don't smoke, you don't drink. You're gonna yes. eat something, right? Yes. Go, yeah. Let's go have is. lunch. It is, man. It's a big impact. It's hard, man. It's a big impact, man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a big impact. Who you around, man? It will affect yep. what you do. Yeah, yeah, and that that's on every aspect, right? On every that's aspect. On, that's on right? every aspect. You know, exactly. the people, the people that you're around, man. They they because that, that's one of the things I, I learned about uh, the wealthy. The wealthy hang around other wealthy people. Cause they they're like okay their mentality is on a level that they're, they're like I can't relate to this guy over here he he doesn't have a boss mentality so these wealthy people they have a boss mentality they think differently they put it on the crap table more than a other but we, we play it safe when they look at a poor person there's a oh he's a safe player mm-hmm. yeah. but see the bosses they 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 throw it out there on the crap table he say if I win or lose they throw it out there. And so, uh, you know, they have a different mentality than we do. And so what they do, they hang around those people that are like them. And you won't see very many wealthy people hanging around poor people because the mindset is different. Same thing with the health. You won't see a lot of meat eaters hanging around somebody who's a vegan in the sense of when it's time to eat. You know, they, they, they'll get to a point. They're like, okay, yeah, I associate with them. Go, yeah, we go over here and do this, that, and the other. they be like, uh, hey, man, yeah, I'm going to go over here to uh, Salada. Yo, man, yeah, go on here, eat your salada, man. I'm finna yeah. go over here to the barbecue joint, man. Yeah. Ain't no better hit none of that salad, yeah, bro. We're over on my side, there's a Five Guys right next to the salada. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so you'll see, you'll see that, man. You, you know, you gotta go, you know, and just kind of, you know, uh, uh, tweak it with them. Uh, you can be like, hey, man, I'm just gonna get my salad over here. You gonna eat your meat, man? It's all good, man. We'll, we'll meet up afterwards or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, man, I think right now, man, I'm, I'm kind of scared to eat meat right now. If I yeah, was to it, eat, it, I, it'll drop, it'll drop you. It'll, it'll drop, drop you. One, one of the things is, is like when, when you, when you, uh, if you decide to, well, here's the thing: what we have to do with with, with my daughter, because she has a she had an eating disorder, so she she got sick, and she thought it was strictly from food, and it wound up being that a friend of ours had uh, a virus, and myself, her, and, my, and one of my other daughters. We all got sick. And so we thought it was because of the food. And so in her mind, she was like, I'm not eating meat, Mm -hmm. cheese, or anything ever again. And so what it did, the eating disorder started to increase. And it was like, I'm not eating meat, cheese, dairy. I'm not eating this food and that food either. And then it keeps on adding more foods to it. And so it, it, it got to a point where she was not eating anything and she started losing all this weight. And so what we had to do, we had to put it into a facility so that she can retrain her mind to say you can eat certain foods. So what happened was they started to reverse. Now now she's eating a little bit more vegan foods, a little bit more vegan foods. 
And now we're trying, we, we started to incorporate like butters and just a little bit of cheese because what happens in, this is another thing of preparation. If society goes down and there is no access to saladas and things of that nature and trying to get nourishment inside your body, you have to have something else to put in there. If potatoes are not around, sweet potatoes are not around, but there's meat over here. You might have to eat some meat in that time of need to sustain yourself. So when we're, when we're looking at the health aspect of it and we're looking at environmental situations, you got to kind of think about those things because it may be that while we have access to those things that can bring health to you, we may not have them tomorrow. And so you might have to eat this, that and the other. And so that's why we had to get her mindset trained to that 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 style because who knows what these people are going to do we don't know and so uh we have to we can't put any kind of limitations on our eating because if we do we might starve out there you know because they, they've already started talking about the famine you know what these dudes are doing buying up all the property and then yeah. uh euthanizing euthanizing the cattle and the chickens and everything so the prices of food is going to go up because they've killing they're killing all the cows and the chickens and stuff yeah so what's going to happen? It's going to be a shortage, man. We're yeah. already dealing with the pestilence aspect, and so the famine has to come come about too. So now, like we say, learn about nature, learn what you can eat, what you can't eat, so that when that if and when that time comes, you will have the power to survive, because it's going to only be the survival of the fittest, those people who know and those people who don't know, and uh, you know, and that's just the situation we'll be in at that time if it you know if it comes. Which it looks like it is is it's on its way because they've already pushed the gas on their agenda or whatever. Yeah, man, it's, it's kind of crazy. I I look at the yards now, and you see everybody yards, and it don't have no type of trees or plants where you can eat off of. Man, everybody trying to have the best looking yard, man. Yeah. It, and and we wonder why the ground is not uh, mineralized too because. You don't have those fruits that's pulling those good minerals and dropping them back down. Come on, man. And so we don't have that. We got the grass. We throwing away the grass. We bag the grass up and throw it away. And throw away. You taking minerals. <laughs> we we <laughs> giving the minerals to the junkyard. You 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 know that that's some that's some wild stuff, man. And yeah. you you think about that that Chinese uh the Chinese are trying to turn the desert into a a, a garden of Eden. And so they decided, they said, we're going to plant these, these trees out here. These jokers did a monoculture. Monoculture doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Monoculture, they had one thing of trees. <clears throat> and so what, what it did do, they did hectare acres, which is tons of acres of, of land that they put these trees in. The trees grew up. And when the, when the uh, desert wind came, the trees actually blocked the, the, the desert sands from hitting and making more desert. But what they found out is that it only did it for a little while. And so what they did, they said, well, we have a problem here. We have a monoculture and the desert is starting to overcome all of these hectare acres that we've already planted. So they said, how do we fix this? Permaculture. We put in different species of trees out here. So when those leaves drop, then they're going to create fungus. They're going to create all these different habitations for insects and animals to come into and then it's going to sprout up all these new things and so what they did they started throwing different trees out there and then just from three different trees 
it started sprouting up different funguses and stuff like that and then stuff started to push back when the desert winds came I was like wow man what they actually done that yeah yeah wow yeah you look up China it's like uh, uh, they, they tried to I think it's called uh, uh, China's uh, uh, revitalized desert or something like that China makes mm. the desert uh, oasis or something I was looking at a documentary on it, and I was like, wow, man. I say, like, man, these people are something else, man. They did a lot of stuff. It was on YouTube. Yeah, that's, but a, lot yeah, man. that's a lot of work, too, man. Yeah, that's Damn. a tons of work, man. So when you, you see you see what these guys are doing, man, you, I mean, I mean, we, we got we to gotta think about what we're in. We're in the information age right now. We, You want to know something about some health? Get on that YouTube. Man, I used to, you know, back in the day when I first got on YouTube, man, I used to watch all this all this crazy stuff, you know, laughing with my partners about stuff. And then I got to a point when I started reading more books. And, uh, you know, I was like, man, I like YouTube. I like all this stuff on the Internet. But the books got more information in it. They giving you the secret sauce when these dudes over here give you yeah. surface level. Yeah. <laughs> so the books is, the, is still the, the champion to me. I look at that thing and I'm like, hey, man. Nice stuff on on YouTube and on the web. Man, hit that book right there, man. That book got that that stuff in it. Here's one for you: magnesium chloride. Magnesium chloride is a uh, is a form of magnesium that goes straight to the cell and protects the cell from virus. Ain't that cold? That's what you was telling me the other time. That magnesium chloride. Magne yeah, magnesium yeah, chloride. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. You Google magnesium chloride, and that thing protects the cell. They were doing studies on. I think it was uh, on the rhinovirus. Is what they were doing a lot of the tests on back in the day. But uh, it uh, it also uh, repels uh, other viruses too, not just the rhinovirus. And then you have the magnesium uh, L three threonate threonate. Magnesium L threonate is a brain magnesium. So this, so magnesium has different forms. You have different forms of it. You have a form of magnesium that works on the cell. Then you have a form of magnesium that helps with the brain. And you have all these other vari variations like magnesium oxide, magnesium glyconate, and these forms. But the main two that I use is magnesium chloride because it's a nat it's a uh, it absorbs really well inside the body. And it protects from viruses. I take that every day. The main things I take every day is magnesium chloride, selenium, and uh, magnesium chloride, selenium, and when and from time to time, I'll you know, I'll, like I said before, I'll take that uh, L-tyrosine, L-cysteine, and uh, the lipoic acid and copper. I take that every now and then. I don't focus too much on that too much, but you know, but right now that selenium, that magnesium chloride. And it was a couple other pills that I would always kind of pop in from time to time. But those two, I make sure I have inside my body because selenium deficiency is very high in the United States. And so selenium messes with the thyroid. If you mm. don't have, uh, uh, if your thyroid is jacked up, hit that selenium. That selenium tighten you up. You know, so I, I make sure you. Uh, so, so uh, didn't Beverly get her thyroids taken out? Can you do that? Right? Yeah, yeah. Didn't that happen? yeah. Yeah, she she they was they, you know because that that that, girl, that runs rampant inside the family and uh, yeah. they, I mean, well they they don't they don't listen to me because I'm a not, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. And so you know they'll say, well you're not a doctor. That, that's what they all always tell me and my mom. It's like, boy you uh, you always listening to 
to Larry, he's not he's not no doctor. You know, it's fine. I, I, I'm not a doctor. I just research. Mm. I just like to look at the papers that the doctors write, and I say, well, look what this doctor wrote right here. He's saying, take this. So, look, boom. So I got to, I, I take stuff from different people. If it be, I'm like, man, no, nah, I'm not going that chemical route. Let me see. Show me some vitamins and some minerals or something inside there. And doctors start shooting out some of that stuff. That's why MD Anderson. MD Anderson is one of the best hospitals for cancer treatment. Hmm. They're the best in, in, the, in, in the United States. People from all over the world go to MD Anderson. My next door neighbor, when I lived in uh, Cyprus, is a nurse for MD Anderson. Guess what she does? Hmm. She works on cancer patients, and guess what she plug inside they, in their arm? Vitamin C. Come on, man. Come on, man. This girl is plugging on, vitamin man. C in there. So when I was reading those papers, and guess what? I just found out that she was doing that from my buddy yesterday. Vitamin C. Plugging IV vitamin C inside of people's veins that have cancer. That's why they have the highest success rate. They give these people high-dose vitamin C, man. But then wow. they still put them under that radiation. Yeah. So the radiation is still, it's kind of like this. You're putting the high-dose vitamin C in, and it's taking you up. The radiation taking you down. But they keep on putting that vitamin C in. They, they going bring like you this up, Bring you down. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So it's like they, they at a low point. The vitamin C bring them up. Radiation bring them down. More vitamin C. They just going up and down and up and down. But they still going up. But um, from the people in New Zealand, they was just taking the vitamin C. But the thing, here's another thing that you have to realize when you're dealing with a cancer thing too. You're taking that high dose vitamin C. You have to also take... Uh, uh, what is the beetroot beetroot juice the carrot and the uh, spinach because the spinach has the iron that binds the uh, the uh, beetroot and the blood platelets together so if you're taking those juices along with that vitamin C therapy man it's gonna it's gonna shoot you up there man yeah but uh yeah it's some, it's some good stuff it's amazing man you find out who's doing what out here man yeah and you'll be amazed their success rate, the reason why they have certain things is that they're taking a natural approach. The natural approach, man. You cannot lose if you take the natural approach. Mm-hmm. They say all the medicine. I was reading something the other day, and it was like uh, it was somebody sent me a message, and then like a day before I read it, but it, it was something to say, um, say, Mother Nature is so creative. She put the medicine in the food. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She put the medicine in the food, yeah. man. Yeah, that, that, that was uh, the, the dude, uh, the, the uh, uh, Hippocrates. He, he comes out, he say, let your food be your medicine. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And your medicine be your food. And your yeah. medicine be your food, yeah. yeah. I said it's right there, man. Get full and heal yourself at the same time. Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah, they, you know, it's everything Everything seems to be, uh, uh, you know, people always want to put uh, a quackery label on natural remedies. You know that that was just a, a a ploy of the the uh, the corporations. That's it, man. That just is a Rockefeller that's idea, it, man. They yeah. try. Hey, they, you're knocking a hustle, man. That's just like the vapes and the cigarettes, man. The, once the vapes came out, man, uh, you start seeing these little news fixes, man, where people saying the vapes were, uh, you know, targeting their lungs and, you know, coming up with different stuff. Like, man, it's the cigarette industry. They taking money from the cigarette industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that yeah. is, man. So. Mm-hmm. Same thing, the big food industry. Yeah, they 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 <laughs> trying to rake them pockets, man. Yeah, they they want that. Pockets, they want to see man. that bottom line shoot up. They want to shoot the chickens up and blow them up like twice as fast. <laughs> oh, 
they want they want the Popeyes want chicken <laughs> twice as fast, man. Hey man, <laughs> I, I saw a video on that Popeyes man where the dude put the put the pop pulled the Popeyes chicken, bought his Popeyes chicken. That joker broke that Popeyes chicken, man. That joker was piping hot. You can see the little smoke coming off of it. Hey man, that joker broke that chicken up, man. And saw them worms moving inside that joke. Come on, man. I say, man, I'm done. Come on, man. Hey, man. I was like, man. Because, you know, I went, I, I had, when I when I started eating that meat, I was like, man, I'm going to go over here and eat some of this Popeye's chicken. My boy said, hey, man, you like them uh, chicken sandwiches over there at Popeye's? I mean, I be smoking them boys, man. Hey, boy say, here, check this out. I was like, man, I ain't eating nothing no more, man. Mm. Man, I saw that little worm up in that joker, man. The worm, it wasn't just one. It was a couple of them. That thing was wow. piping hot, man. The tide was moving in there. I said, man, how can them worms survive in that chicken like that, man? So imagine that, where they had inside you. Yeah, exactly. They balling in your mix, man. <laughs> <laughs> they throwing a party in your stomach, man. Hey, man, because they have this thing when I was doing the study on pork. You know, you got a lot of people that like to eat that bacon and that and pork chops, right? And so uh, you got this thing inside of the uh, inside of the pork. It's called the uh, it's it's called the trachina worm, the trachina worm. Now check this out. You can put the you you can do the experiments on the pork. You can lay the pork out there just by itself without cooking. They put the soda water on it, and you can see the worms come out. But when you cook the pork, what the trachina worm does inside of the pork, it releases a jelly substance. To protect it the more heat hits it so the jelly just starts to secrete from the worm to protect it from the heat so people be like man i cooked that pork good i cooked that pork good but that trachina worm is still inside your body it's still in there it's still in there it's still in there i tripped out on that one bro i tried wow. man i used to eat so much pork back in the day you see so much pork as a young kid and then when i got up into my out th- the last time i ate pork was i was 24 years old I was eating a pepperoni pizza and I was sitting with this dude by the name of Daryl Muhammad. Never forget this. I'm eating that pork. He say, hey, Brother Stewart. He say, man, uh, I see you over there eating that swine. And I was up there. I say, you sure right. Took that that pepperoni and I'm popping them jokers in my mouth. He say, that pig gonna kill you. That joke, I say, whatever, man. Man, and we was working off Harwin. And we used a lot of these chemicals and stuff, and I had a bad diet. My wife at the time was cooking pork chops, rice, and green beans. That was her thing. She would always cook that for me, man. And I would eat pepperoni pizza for the, at the job, and then I would eat pork chops, rice, and green beans when I came home. Man, it caught up to me. 24 years old, they came in there, and I knew something was wrong with me. I wake up, I felt sick every day. Felt like I had to throw up. Around 12 o'clock, it panned out. And then I started to cycle over. That dude came in there and he say, uh, doctor, check my blood and all that stuff. Did these tests on me. He said, son, I don't know what you're doing, but if you don't stop, you're going to die by 25. Scared the mess out of me because I ain't tell nobody what I was going through, but he told me that. So that's what made you go vegan? That's what, well, no, it ain't make me go vegan. That, that made me change my diet. Yeah. I, I pulled the pork away. That's what, that's what started me on the, the process to where I'm at right now. I started taking away. So this is what basically happened. After he told me that, I went to Daryl Muhammad. And I said, Daryl, I say, hey, man, uh, uh, yeah, man, what, what you what you do to keep your health right? And so, you know, you know how brothers do, man. Brothers be tripping. He say, 
So the white man tell you you're going to die. Now you coming to Brother Muhammad. Now I was like, look at this dude. <laughs> oh, I say, man, I say, man, I said, man, you going to tell me what to do or what, man? Come on, I, I need some help, bro. And so he say, this is what I want you to do. Go up to Sharpstown, up into this, uh, this bookstore. And I want you to buy this book called How to Eat to Live by, by Elijah Muhammad. So I, I went and bought the book. And I just started applying it. I pulled the pork off. I pulled the shellfish and the shrimp and everything. And I just ate what he would term clean meats, uh, like burgers, chicken, and stuff like that. And I got better. I, I, you know, I started working out, too. I got better. I didn't feel that feeling no more. And, uh, you know, that's what started me on that, on that path. But I didn't go vegan until, uh, and this happened in 98. I didn't go vegan until 2003. Until one of these, uh, I ran into this this uh, this one particular person. He was telling me about the food and everything, and I was like, "Man, I'm gonna go vegan." And I cold turkeyed it, man. 2003 on that day, stopped eating meat and did it for uh, four almost 14 years without eating meat, man. And man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I had I had the best health of my of my time during that time, but you know there was some hiccups. I had some hiccups inside of that, and that's when I started learning about the foods and saying okay you got to have a little balance if i go too extreme it's gonna it's gonna get be good but it's gonna hurt me if i go back i know it's gonna hurt me so i had to do a balance on it and so i had to weigh it if i feel a certain kind of way i might eat a little meat on this and and uh but it'd be very minute amounts of meat and i try to make it make it baked if anything i try to eat like some baked fish or some baked chicken or something like that, but I don't eat meat every day. I eat it, shoot, I probably maybe once a week, and sometimes not even once a week. I might skip a week and and go next week or something. Like How that. about a little pig feet? Oh, that's a no no. <laughs> <laughs> the football. <laughs> football. <laughs> football. Yeah, man. NFL football, man. What about some of that that honey smoked salmon? <laughs> That's a, hey, yeah, yeah. I hit the I hit the salmon. I hit the salmon. Uh, my favorite though, man, is that snapper, man. I, I was like, man, I, I would probably eat the snapper every day if I had access to it. It's just too expensive. Mm-hmm. It is, man. That snapper expensive. And what? then you gotta watch. You gotta watch these people, man. You go over there to Kima and try to pick up some salmon. Hey, man, you tell them jokers to bring that whole fish out there and sh- and let them because oh, yeah. what. The, them jokers, I mean, uh, that snapper, that snapper. Yeah. Because, man, these jokers be up there selling tilapia, talking about, yeah, this Real? is red snapper. So what can you, mm-hmm. what kind of fish can you grow in your pond right there that you can eat? Like? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. We are, we have bass and perch in there. Oh, my, yeah? I have my buddies come over there, and they uh, they, they actually, I, I told them, dude, I said, man, y'all don't have to chill, man. Y'all, y'all about yeah. to empty out the pond. <laughs> them jokers come up there and pull out 11 fish. They be like, man. He say, man, look, I got a big, I got some big bass over here. Yeah. Got 11 of them. I was like, yeah. Lemma. I was like, five fishing poles out there. Man, them jokers be up there <laughs> killing them fish, man. I was like, man, I was yeah. like, shoot, time get hard, man. Ain't gonna be no fishing now. Damn. So I told I told the wife, I was like, man, we might have to restock this fish, uh, this fish pond, man, just just to have something on deck. You go out there, man, when time come, you know, you had them big mouth bass and have some perch out there. Yeah. Go and hit them bad boys. And then, you know, like I say, I'm trying to get the, the fruit garden and thing going and Get the uh, the potatoes and stuff like that, but uh, yeah, it's you know it just takes time, man. It just takes time. Yeah, definitely you know? take time, man. Damn. Got a thing, man. I got a question too, man. On uh, uh, what what actually 
causes I, I've I've been hearing a lot of people about the thyroids. What 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 actually um, affect the thyroids, man? What causes the thyroids to um, to uh, stop functioning um, at all? Uh, uh, mineral depletions. You have mineral depletion that that affects the thyroid because the thyroid. It, it, it regulates, uh, I think it regulates the hormones in, in, inside the body. And uh, eating, eating those bad foods. So toxicity, high toxicity affects the th thyroid. So you, 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 you're putting in these toxins and you're not putting in the minerals that the body needs. So if the selenium is the thing that regulates it, that means you have a de selenium deficiency inside yeah. the thyroid. Yeah. And when you go into literature, it's very seldom you'll see or hear anything about selenium deficiency in the thyroid. It's just known inside of the natural communities that that's what fixes it. And now doctors are just now jumping on, on board with it. So I, I listened to this one particular guy. Uh, his name is Dr. Joel Wallach uh, on YouTube. This is, this is, he has his products, Longevity. I used to... You know, I used to, uh, back in the day, this was around about, I want to say probably around uh, 2007, 6, 7, somewhere around there. Uh, I started taking that dude's products because that's how I learned about a lot of this mineral stuff. It's through Dr. Joe Wallach. I, I bought all his books, listened to all his videos, and I started seeing the mineral deficiencies that he was studying. He's like, all of these diseases that people are experiencing is a direct result of mineral deficiencies, meaning that they're eating trash foods and not putting in minerals. And so this is why, you know, you, you see people that have uh, muscular dystrophy, um, all kind of deformities in their bodies. So their mothers were deficient of minerals while they were being incubated in that, in that womb. So by the time they, they came out, you see, most most people, you know, you see these people with bow legs. You see some of these sisters, they have bow legs. You be like, oh man, that's real sexy. Got them bow legs, but that's a that's a deficiency. That person has bow legs because the mother didn't have uh, a, a high amounts of calcium inside her body, and so a child develops what is called rickets, meaning the bowing of the legs, and so you have to uh, increase the the calcium inside of the body. Just so the legs would be straight. Mm. Not, not. I mean, the the mom would have to increase the calcium so the baby would be born straight. So mm. the baby, while she's in the womb, she's pulling that calcium. Then the thing just straighten up. But when if she's born, of course, you know, um, and she and the legs are bowed, you catch it early. You give them vitamin D, lots of vitamin D, because that that rickets is a calcium deficiency, but also a vitamin D deficiency. Vitamin D and calcium go hand in hand. And so you have to uh, you have to definitely supplement on on those things to correct the problem. So when you see these women out here and you you'd be like, man, that's a tough looking sister right there, man. Look at them bow legs right there. You're like, the joker had rickets as a kid. Rickets, <laughs> short on the vitamins. <laughs> I remember hearing about Joe Wallach years ago. I haven't heard about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I remember hearing about him. Yeah, yeah. He was a he, he's a he's a heavy guy, man. He's a, he's a heavy guy in, inside the mineral uh, deal. He was one of the guys that went to the Supreme Court. Joker was healing everybody, kind of like uh, Doctor Savy. So he was healing all these people, and they brought him to court. 
You know, they want to bring everybody to court. You don't hear much about him. You hear only about Sabi. Mm. You don't go into court because Sabi was like real boisterous. I can cure this. I can cure all these things. And he was he was curing people. But Wallach was doing the same thing, just with mineral supplementation. He's like, look, you can eat anything you want. Put the minerals inside your body. That's what he's saying. Put the minerals in. So he started having these products. Now, this is one that kind of blew me away. This one lady, you have uh, vitiligo. This is what uh, Michael Jackson has, where you lose the pigmentation inside your skin. And so this one particular lady, she had vitiligo. And uh, this dude, Wallet talking about he could, he could reverse it. He's like, man, I ain't never heard of that. You can bring your pigmentation back. So the lady came out and had the testimony. And, you know, you saw her before. She had these little spots and everything on her body, hands all jacked up, had these white spots. And you see her skin dark here and then white here. So she went on this protocol that he, he brought forth um, with uh, enzymes and some, some minerals and stuff. It was some kind of protocol. So I see this lady's on. She wasn't fully, you know, pigmented. Uh, it didn't fully bring her back. She was still in the process. But her hands started turning dark. The pigmentation started coming back in her hand. I was like, oh, snap. I said, man, that's some heavy stuff right there. One lady had MS. What? People with MS, they'd be like, man, you can't be cured from that stuff. Man, that boy started putting on that mineral. MS gone. Wow. Mineral deficiencies. Mineral deficiencies. And Sunshine. Sunshine, it was my naturopathic doctor. He, I've seen that dude do miracles, man. That dude has done some miracles. Had the one lady come in there, couldn't have any kids. Her whole womb was blocked up. They said she would never have kids. This dude told her, she, he said, what I'm going to do, I'm going to clean your body out, and I want you to go on a water fast. Girl went on a water fast, gave her these herbs and everything. Girl's womb opened up. Three kids, no, didn't have any cycles. This girl didn't have no cycles, man. Her cycles ended. This girl would, like a, a somebody would have a monthly cycle and bleed, she wasn't bleeding. Wow. This girl did not have it. Sunshine told us in class, he says, when the body is clean, that's when the toxins, if the body is dirty, that's when toxins come out. A woman bleeds every month because of toxins inside the body. If there's no toxins to come out, there's no blood that comes mm. out. I was like, whoa. I was like, man, that's some power. The lady came in there and gave her testimony, man. I was like, wow. This lady had three kids with no cycles, bro. Mm. And I was like, man, that's amazing right there. Lady with lupus. I was in there. I was said uh, she was part of our group. And she had lupus. Sunshine put her on the plan, had her husband there. Her husband said, this dude don't know what he's talking about. He can't cure nobody from lupus. Sunshine put his wife on the plan. Lupus went away. Wow. With the right minerals. With the white, right, well, Sunshine's using mineral, well, he's using herbs and herbs. telling them how to eat. Yeah. So he's doing, he's doing the same thing, but different. It's yeah. different. Wallach is saying, use minerals, eat what you want. Sunshine is saying, stop eating what you want. Yeah. Eat clean, but take these herbs. It's yeah. still the same thing because yeah. the herbs have minerals in it, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so the herbs going in there and, and putting the minerals where it needs to be but you're constantly taking those herbs and you're constantly eating right. And so that brings forth the same thing. The only thing with Wallach is he's saying, yeah, eat your meat, eat this, eat that. But he's giving you high doses of minerals. And so, you know, it's, it's going to balance out, you know, the way that he's doing it. So if you're looking at that, you can say, okay, I'm going to eat right. I'm going to take herbs and then I'm going to take these minerals and you can 
kind of strengthen up kind of quick too so it's all in how you want to do it. Certainly, like 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 we say, people's bodies and physiology is all different. It's all different, yeah. Some people may have a reaction to high mineral supplementation. They say, "Well, no, man, I'm, I'm gonna have to do this because I feel better doing this." So it, it all depends on a person's body, you know. Some it's some heavy stuff out there when you just think about yes, about how we have been living all this time, man. Been living the way we've been living. It's a, it's amazing that we still alive. We've been eating to die. It's a lot to learn. We've been eating to die, right? Yeah. Eating to die. Yep, that's we've right. Definitely been eating to die. Yeah. Gosh. Hey man, hey man. Look, they be like, man, look here. I love that pork chop yes. to death. To death. Mm. You to see what I'm saying? Yes. Hey, that's that's one of those things, man. Hey man, you have. I've, I mean, you have people that that. I mean that the doctor would tell them, "Hey, man, you got to stop doing this." But it becomes an addiction, just like any drug. Man, a food is an addiction. So now you've been addicted to a food that you know is doing you terrible. Yep. And you still eating it, man. And that and the coldest the coldest drug on the planet is that sugar, man. That sugar, that man. That sugar is the coldest drug on the it's planet. Sugar, the coldest. I always give <clears> people <throat> the same <throat> example on the sugar. So you take that bowl of oatmeal that's been sitting in that bowl and has cooled off and you pour some sugar inside of that bowl of oatmeal that's already solid and you start stirring and you keep pouring that sugar in. That job gonna liquefy. It's gonna liquefy. It's gonna turn into some liquid stuff and you gonna be like, man, look at this. I ain't putting no heat on it. I'm just stirring it and putting sugar because sugar is a compound. It breaks things down. We learned about compounds and elements in elementary school. You put a compound in there, and a compound will break something down. So just think, you putting a compound of sugar inside of your body is breaking up the cells. It's breaking it down. So guess what the body got to do? I got to put more energy in to recreate these cells yes. that you're killing with all this sugar. Yes. Mm. So now, guess what happens? Over time, you keep on doing that. Oh, man, I got some kind of issue. Oh, diabetes sliding in there. Oh, man, all this stuff starting to happen. Man, my liver is messing up. My kidneys, what's going on here? Sugar breaking that bad boy down, sugar. man. That sugar. Tearing it up. That's number one drug. Number one drug in the planet because you, you actually eat sugar till the day you die. People yeah. in their 90s be like, man, put that sugar on there, put man. Put that sugar on there, man. Put that sugar on it, man. They be up here talking about, man, that boy, he going to die. He over there smoking that heroin. You up there taking a drug till the day you die too. For real. Eating that sugar. Eating that sugar, <laughs> man. Eating that sugar, man. That Gosh, sugar beast, man. Man, it knowledge. is. It is that knowledge, man. But applying that knowledge too. Yeah. That's the hard part. That, uh, That's the applying. Whole, then, then you got the the competitive the competitive drug. What's the other competitive drug to sugar? What's that? Salt. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hot, they, yeah Every time you walk into the corner, they got the. Yep, your choice, yep. you got the sugar or the salt. Or, the salt. or your salt. Yep, yeah. yep. Sometimes you mix it up a little to make some Mexican candy or, yep. or some <laughs> of those honey roasted nuts. And, 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 and salt is, is, in the, uh, is in the area, is in the aisle where the uh, herbs are at, and it's not even herb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is it? It's herb. See, see that, that, that salt, that what they basically do, they, they take, the, uh, they take the, uh, the healing aspect of salt out. So you got... That iodized, iodized salt. So they yeah. refining it basically. Yeah. Refined sugar is bad for you. Regular sugar is is basically uh, uh, like a, um, when you take it from the sugar cane tree, 
they'll extract that thing from that sugar cane and you have the molasses over here and then you have this refined sugar product. So that black strap molasses, like they'll take it's that. It's the good. Wait, man, oh yeah, that's the mineral that comes from that, 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 I didn't that, know that. that thing, yeah. man. So you, they're extracting it. So they're saying, look, I'm gonna sell you molasses and then I'm gonna sell you this refined sugar. Yeah. Cold-blooded, man. Mm. So yeah, and so with the salt, they send it through a process. All processed things are jacked up. Yes. So you get the natural salts, you know, natural sea salts and stuff like that. And uh, but that that um, that iodines and processed salt, man, that that's that stuff's not good for you. But uh, yeah, man, lots of information out here, man. You just you just gotta take that path of of life, man. You say, man, look, I I don't, don't want to feel bad no more. I'm tired of feeling bad. Yeah, I just, just want to feel better. Yeah, that's suffering, man. I mean, just just to be suffering, man, for years, you know, having to take medications, hurting. Yep. Man, that's, and, and, and we can prevent it, man, by just obtaining that knowledge, man, and applying it. Yep, yep. Yeah, they call it a, applying that knowledge, having knowledge and understanding, and, uh, and the application of it, they call that wisdom. They say, oh, man, this dude's wise, man. It's like, hey, man, uh, me eat this apple, man. Apple gonna make me feel good, but if I eat this, uh, eat this candy bar, I'm gonna feel bad. Yeah. Then most people say, man, give me that candy bar, man. I know. No man. wisdom. No wisdom. <laughs> didn't apply the no, knowledge. Didn't man. apply the knowledge. Didn't huh? apply the knowledge, man. You, you gotta just, you know. That's insanity. They call it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Doing the same thing over and over again. Yes, different man. Results, man. God, man. Yeah, man. Straight up conspiracy, man. That 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 uh, that's being uh, yes. impl- uh, pushed upon the people. They had that that old that old saying. They say uh, like conspiracies. They say first they're ridiculed, then they're violently opposed, and then they are accepted as being evident. <laughs> so, so they they the acceptance of the of it being the truth is the third process. It's yeah. like what we're going through right <clears throat> now with uh, with the COVID. Yes. People ridiculed the COVID. They yeah. ridiculed it. Now they violently opposing these people who are unvaccinated. We're getting violently opposed. Violently and and opposed. eventually it's going to be self-evident that we were in the truth and they were in the lie. Yeah, exactly. That's the that's the three steps to, yeah. to you know, to these conspiracies and, and these things that are happening to us right yeah, now. Man. Yeah. It's just crazy how they're stirring up this new segregation, this new... The vax versus this new uh, d- division. Yeah, for yeah. no reason, just to sell drugs. Yeah, yeah. just to, just sell, to drugs. sell drugs, man. Well, you, you one of us, or you you one of those dirty yeah. people that haven't yeah. taken it? Yeah. Yet. yeah, yeah, haven't taken it yet. Right, that's what they say. Yeah, mm-hmm. you act like it's a foregone conclusion. Yeah, ain't happening. Man, they oh. giving away. They giving away. We're gonna give you this, this for shot. Free. We're gonna give you this drug for free. You come back in two weeks and get another one for free. We're come for on, free. man. We're gonna give it to you. Hey man, what about that insulin? Can I get that insulin for free? Oh no, we're gonna put a dollar program. <laughs> it was like, but what, what's going on here? The insulin don't the insulin supposed to cure me and this supposed to cure me. What, what's going on there? No, uh, we're gonna give you this one free, but now you gotta pay for that one, man. Don't make no sense. Don't make no sense, man. Man, they wasn't getting the shots fast enough, so we uh, we got something for that. We got number two coming at you. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they say it's not a, it's not re- approved in the U.S., but people are still taking it. They still taking it. It's, still it's not it. FDA approved. This they is still want it. What the third the third shot? Yep. It's not approved. It's not approved. Yeah, people still taking it. Oh, 
and then they gonna have a fourth one. You got the you got the uh, delta, the lambda, and then the gamma. They already got the other. When they gave them that first shot, and they saw them three slots, man, they should have knew that this was a this was a hustle, man. What was that I was reading? It was saying that you had a patent on it back in '93, man. Oh, oh everything, they, all, all of it is. They've been having a patent they on this in '93. Got the patent on the HIV, man. They got that patent, patent on all the of HIV. it. Is yes, it's got patents on it. This is mine. I, I created this. Jokers was up there talking about the polio back in the day, man. When it's like polio uh, came out, and then they was like, "Oh yeah, we need to get this vaccine, polio vaccine." So, not too uh, long ago, I, it was a couple of years ago, they started uh, pushing polio vaccines again. Nobody had no polio, man. <laughs> they started pushing polio vaccines. Guess what happened? People started polio. getting polio. Polio. Have you looked into that? Really, that whole story with Jonas Salk. On, on, who? Um, on the Jonas Salk, that's the father of mass inoculations, right? Who came up with the polio vaccine? Oh no, no, I ain't. I ain't. Man, that's a that's a crazy trip right there because at one time, anything wrong with anything wrong with you was polio, uh-huh. right? So they put the fear in people. They rolled out a polio vaccine, and then after they did the polio vaccine, more people got polio. See, look at that, man. More people got it because really, what it is is heavy metal toxicity. You get that toxin in your brain, your nerves seize up. So after they rolled out that vaccine to everybody, then the AMA came out and said, it's now illegal. You will lose your license if you diagnose polio. So that's how they got rid of polio. They just made it illegal to diagnose it. So what is what? polio now? That's going to be your MS, yep. your Guillain-Barre, yep. your Same you know, various you know, uh, neurological order disorders. Ain't that cold, man? That's cold. That's, that's what they did already. Now they took away the cold. You can only have coronavirus. That's it. And you need a vaccine. That's it, man. And now they're saying if you got the shot, they're, they're going to test it lower. Or they're going to say you don't have it just just because you got your shot. Here's the thing that they came up with, too. They come to, the find, they come to find out, and this came out of one of the main people who are uh, one of the uppers who know about what's going on. They said, oh, uh, we made a mistake when we're testing people. We have to test them and make sure that it's not the flu because our test does not differentiate <laughs> between the COVID the and the flu. Boy, they can't cold. tell the difference. That's cold. So these people up here messing around have the flu, man. They up here, oh, you got COVID. Jab them. That's cold. Got them. Got them. Got them. Knowledge like is power, that. man. See, see, that's why, that's why, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, biblically speaking, when it talks about they have eyes to see but cannot see and ears to hear but they cannot hear. So, and which is also, it tells us to be watchful. So when you're searching this stuff, you're basically, you know, like that, that, like that, that book, that Bible would tell us is like, you got to be watchful, see what's going on. Say, be not ignorant in a small or great matter. So you got to kind of always be researching. And what they trying to do to me, man? Man, they smoking apples, man. Why are they putting fish genes in the apples, man? Well, what, what you doing that for? Oh, we doing that to keep the, the, the skin of the apple real tight. Man, you ain't got to do that, man. Just give me a regular apple, that's man. That's cold, man. Don't splice the genes from a fish to put it in the apple, man. That's cold. Put that cheap price on them, man. Then they got fish. They're, they're splicing the fish with insects now. Yeah, man. They, they doing some, some weird mm-hmm. stuff, bro. They, they, they playing Dr. Frankenstein out here, man. Yeah. The stuff is getting ridiculous. That's, like, man, that should be totally illegal, man. And... You know, they come out back in the day with the Taco Bell and come to find out they had human meat inside the Taco Ooh. Bell meat. Now they got no meat at all. Look at that, man. 
I was looking for that book. I think uh, it's called The Survival of the Wisest by Jonas Salk. By Jonas Salk. Survival of the Wisest, and apparently it's an older book from the 70s. Yeah, and, and see, here's, here's the, the, the main thing. Always get your information from, from later dates. Like uh, like I think I mentioned last, last time, when you go into the Merck manuals, you will look at the Merck manuals from the 1800s, and you look at them in the 1900s and 2000s, it's different. They changed that bad boy up. Mm. They be like, hey, look, this cure is this. And they be having the truth in there. Merck manuals in the 1800s had the truth. Come into the 1900s, 2000s, don't take that. Take this drug we got. They yeah, eliminated this, the thing out the Merck manuals, man. Let's go. This book is crazy because it's just this guy's, the inventor of the, the, of polio, the polio vaccine. vaccine, his mindset wow. of, of what vaccines can be used for. See? And how he's going to experiment and modify people. Modifica- the way he wants to do it, and so look, at it's that. been written. Look at that, man. So, so the corona is the same thing. The same thing. He's talking about they're talking about sterilizing people, which is why they're going for the kids. If they get the kids with the vaccines, then these these kids are gonna be sterilized. They gonna have they ain't gonna be able to have no kids. Yes. So now you already the whole thing is depopulation, just like mm-hmm. Doctor Yearn said. We need the numbers lower yeah. because the, with the numbers lower, we can control more people. We can control the people better. With too many people, it's hard to control. So we kill off a whole bunch of them, and then we stir, we, we kill off a bunch of them, then we sterilize the rest, and then we modify the others. So just like he, uh, Daniel saying about the, the guy, modification and, and killing, sterilization, I mean, it's the same agenda. You know, these, these guys don't have any new tricks. They're they doing the same stuff. They're just same recycling thing. old knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man. Trying that old knowledge with the new technology. Come on, man. Hey, it's gonna be a wrap for a lot of us. Uh, for a lot of these people out here that's making the bad, bad decisions, man. Because yeah. everything is predicated upon choice. You got to have, you know, yeah. you got to make the right decisions. Yeah. I think, I think with that we'll uh, come back next month and All right. <laughs> we'll see what Maybe. kind of uh, new see. developments we got to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 